We are podcasting from inside the archive room. Welcome to episode five of the Year 12 English podcast. Suzanne Hack and I'm the VC English team leader here at St. Leonard's College. Thanks for listening. So we have now finished the coursework component for Year 12 VC English for 2014. So congratulations. I know there were lots of celebrations after the sack on Monday night. So really the purpose of this podcast is to start you thinking about exam revision and to give you some advice and techniques uh, in terms of how you can approach your revision for English over the upcoming holidays. So I guess the first thing that you need to make a decision on is the texts that you are going to write on for uh, the end of your exam. Now, there's uh, a couple schools of thought on this. One is that you should uh, prepare for both texts, so both All About Eve and Stasiland, and go into the exam and choose from the four topics that are presented to you. That hasn't been the approach that we have taken here at St. Leonard's College, and our general advice for most students is that you choose either to prepare All About Eve or to prepare Stasiland. You will be given two topics for each text, so there's still an element of choice there. Again, this is something that really you should be consulting with your Year 12 English teacher and seeking their advice, uh, either in person or via email. I understand that not having the Stasiland SAC results back uh, may be an issue for some people in terms of determining their choice. Um, I think that um, you can certainly sort of email your teacher and ask for an indication uh, of how you went, maybe in the second week uh, of the holidays if they don't make contact with you before that. The other uh, decision you need to make is what you're going to do with context, whether you're going to revise both Life of Galileo and The Quiet American and prepare both for your context response or whether you're going to focus on one or the other. And we'll talk a little bit about that more uh, later. The first thing that you should really be doing this week now that the sack uh, is over is organising your notes. So go back to your uh, English folder or notebook or even if you've taken notes on your laptop, so if you have them digitally, and just organise those notes, making sure that the only material that you have for your English revision are notes that are relevant. You should also be looking for gaps. So if you're referring to a handout but can't find that handout, uh, again, most of the material that we have given you uh, is up on STL link, or again, you should email your teacher if you feel that there's things that you are missing. So certainly organizing your notes and making sure that they're all in one place and you can easily uh, access them is the first thing that you should uh, be doing. I would also recommend that you collect all of the SACs and practice essays that you have written over the course of the year, put them in one place and reread them and pay particular attention to the comments that your teacher has given you. Is there a trend? Have they been identifying the same thing that you need to be working on across a number of essays? Um, and just make a note of what you think you need to be focusing on based on the feedback that you've received from your teacher. In terms of revision for text response, uh, you need to make sure that you have compiled a quote 
uh, quote sheet. So for either Stasiland or All About Eve or maybe both if you're not decided at this point and make sure that you start memorising them. There are no shortcuts to this. You need to be able to provide textual evidence in an essay. That comes from your discussion of examples, but it also comes from your use of quotes. So you really need to have a bank of quotes that you can draw on, and the only way to have those is to memorise them. So you should certainly start doing that now. In terms of your revision for context, you should be looking at both Life of Galileo and The Quiet American, but thinking very specifically about the supplementary material that you looked at in relation to those two texts. And this is where you need to sort of be having conversations with your teachers about the examples that are most relevant. It is really important that when an examiner looks at your uh, context essay, what they see are discussions around the ideas in your selected text and where you have drawn on supplementary material, that there is a logical connection between material that you are looking at from the text and then the link to supplementary material. So again, if that's unclear, you really should be seeking clarification from your English teacher or otherwise uh, feel free to email me and I'm happy to get back to you as well. For language analysis, uh, I think most students struggle with their descriptions of tone. So that is certainly something that you should go back and look at in the language analysis booklet that was given to you at the start of the year. There are several pages on tone words, so adjectives to describe tone. There are also pages that have sentence starters, phrases that you can use uh, to describe certain aspects of language. So that is also certainly something that you should be looking at for language analysis. One of the things that we recommend uh, in terms of study, and of course everybody studies in a slightly different way, but one way that you might consider revising and studying over the coming holidays is to actually find a study buddy. Now this can be one person or maybe a, a couple people, and really the idea would be to, to arrange specific times over the course of the next three weeks where you get together and review the practice essays or paragraphs or plans that you have done and, and actually get feedback and advice from your peers. So you are all, uh, to varying degrees, experts when it comes to the VC English course. You know what makes a good um, text response essay, you know what makes a good context essay, you know how to approach language analysis. So you can also get quite a bit of feedback and advice from your friends. Um, it might be that you decide to have sort of theme conversations. So, you know, you focus on a particular theme from either All About Eve or Stasi Land and just share all of the ideas and thoughts that, that you all have around a particular theme uh, and take notes. So, again, this uh, is, you know, not compulsory, obviously, but it's just a suggestion of something that you can take up. And it's certainly something that can be across classes. So uh, I know there are lots of social and friendship groups within the Year 12 cohort. So, you know, maybe float this idea with a group of your closest friends and see if you have people who are interested in taking it up. As with most things, uh, the expression, the devil is in the detail, is highly relevant and that particularly comes to uh, approaching the essays that you need to write for the exam and really where you achieve the, the detailed thinking and the strategic thinking in putting together an essay, whether it's language analysis or context or single text, is in the planning process. And I really can't stress this enough. 
if you prepare a detailed, sophisticated and conceptually well thought through plan, that will almost certainly translate into a very well written essay. Similarly, I have seen students who, um, against my advice and against the advice of their teachers, decide that they're not going to bother planning and then just launch straight into writing an essay. And that's certainly not an approach that we advocate. And it's certainly an approach that I think is fraught with danger because one of the things that you will find, particularly under exam conditions, and you need to remember that the exam is very different to the SAC, under exam conditions, you can in fact suffer from a, a brain freeze where, you know, you've had a train of thought and you're, you know, halfway through writing a paragraph and all of a sudden, not only do you lose that train of thought, but you start to question and second guess what you're writing, the approach that you're taking with a particular paragraph, the way you're responding to a topic. And really the advantage of having a plan is that if that happens, you can always go back and look at that plan to make sure that you're on task and on topic and that you are stepping through all of the points that you initially wrote down in response to the prompt and that you built around the ideas of your topic sentences. So again, I'm not suggesting that you spend... Uh, lots of time in the exam planning, but I would certainly think spending, you know, somewhere between five and six minutes planning an essay will certainly stand you in better stead than if you just use that time uh, to write. I think in terms of revision that very, very detailed plans on many, many topics is probably the best approach for revision, certainly for context and for single text. So you have access in the revision material that you have been given this week and material that's on STL Link in terms of exam, uh, in terms of topics, both for uh, Stasiland, All About Eve, and also context prompts. So I think for most of you, your best revision will be to do very, very detailed plans across a range of topics and prompts, and then revise those plans in the few days before the exam. If you are still someone who is struggling writing, uh, planning and writing to time, then that should be something that you're practicing. And in fact, anything that you do from now until the exam should be done to time. And I'll talk a little bit more about timing um, in a moment. So just to refresh all of our memories, the exam is on Wednesday, the 29th of October starting at 9am and it will finish at 12.15pm and you have the first 15 minutes obviously is reading time only. It's really important on the day of the exam that you arrive to school early uh, and if there is a problem, if for some reason you are running late or unable to make it to school or you fall ill or you know any of those eventualities, it's very important that you make contact with the school and either speak to Mrs. Webb in the VC office or speak to Jane in the senior school office. It's very, very important that you actually speak to someone and not just leave a voicemail message. In that way, we'll be able to respond to whatever um, events are taking place. In some case, it might be that we need to redirect you to another exam centre. But if there is a problem on the day of the exam, the first phone call you make must be to the school. Um, if you, uh, you know, something happens, particularly over the holiday period, um, and hopefully nothing will happen, everyone will remain in excellent health, but we never know what, uh, what might transpire. Again, please make sure that you or your parents are in contact with the school if something happens that may impact on your revision and your preparation for that exam. 
In terms of timing for the exam, at nine o'clock, the exam supervisors will begin your reading time. And again, uh, this is one suggested approach in terms of uh, that reading time. And the first is that you read the text response topics, so Stasiland or All About Eve. You are given two topics for each text. Decide which one you're going to write on and maybe just spend a minute, no more, thinking about some of the ideas that you might incorporate into your text response. I would then be moving on to the context prompt and you are only provided with one prompt for the context for encountering conflict. And again, I would just read it and spend a moment thinking about what references from either Life of Galileo or The Quiet American are you going to use? What supplementary material are you going to use? And what supplementary material is best suited to your response to context? The analogy that I like to use with context is that you are really um, using tools from a toolbox. So if you imagine that you know you go into the exam with a toolbox in front of you, in that toolbox you have Life of Galileo and The Quiet American, but you also have all of that supplementary material that you have reviewed with your teacher in class and some supplementary material that you might have sourced yourself or that you've learnt about in discussion with friends, etc. And really your job in responding to the context prompt is to think about the prompt, think about the tools that you have in your toolbox, and make a decision about which tools are going to be most appropriate to answer the particular prompt. One of the things that assessors are looking for, um, and this is a caution for you, is students who go into the exam with a memorized response that they are just going to regurgitate and write out. It is absolutely critical that you make sure that you're responding to the prompt that you have been given in the exam and are making really selective and informed choices about the examples that you're going to, you're going to use to support that discussion. So back to the reading time, um, once you've looked at the text response topic and the context prompt, I would be going straight to the language analysis material. Please make sure you read the background material, uh, which is on the first page of the section C part of the exam paper. It, you know, it might give you background to the issue or if it's a, a speech, it might tell you where it was delivered or it will give you some information that you'll be able to use. But it's really important that you understand that background information. In terms of approaching language analysis, the advice that I give is that you should aim in the rest of your reading time to read the language analysis material two to three times. The first time you should just read it through beginning to end, just to understand what it's about. In a second reading, you should start to identify the arguments that the author is using and also the language strategies that they're using to present those arguments. And in a third reading, what you're doing is really mentally annotating the material. You can't pick up a pen, so all of this needs to be done in your head. And certainly in terms of revision, I would approach your language analysis revision in the same way. I would pick up a language analysis task, give yourself the 15 minutes that you would have in the exam as reading time. Don't use pens, don't use highlighters, and practice reading through and mentally annotating the material. Uh, once the invigilator says that you can start writing, uh, you have three hours writing time. Again, I think uh, given that you have spent you know, somewhere between 10 and 12 minutes reading the language analysis material, you should aim to probably 
um, annotate the language. You certainly approach the language analysis material first. That should be the first essay that you are writing. I would spend maybe 10 minutes or so annotating the material. So going back over it again and annotating it. And then maybe about 40 minutes, 45 minutes writing that up. One of the things that I certainly recommend is that you allow yourself five minutes at the end of each task to go back over it and check what you have written. Don't leave the checking to the end of the exam period altogether to go back over three essays. You will be more efficient and better able to fix up mistakes if you actually deal with each essay individually. So once you've spent about 40 or 45 minutes writing your language analysis uh, response, go back to the beginning, read through it, make sure that you haven't you know, miswritten words or repeated yourself or just those little things that can make a difference in your mark. The second writing task that you should approach is really up to you and um, my recommendation is certainly that you choose the essay that you are least confident in to write second. So whether that is text or context. Obviously then the third essay will be the one that you are most confident in. In terms of your timing for your text or context essays, you should spend about five to six minutes planning. Uh, your text response or your context response and then about 50 minutes writing it. You do want to make sure that you allow yourself five minutes again at the end of each essay to go back and check and that can really make a difference. When I have gone over SACs and essays that students have actually had, you know, just given themselves three or four minutes, five minutes to go back over and check, they fix up a lot of mistakes that can make the difference between, you know, a B plus or an A result. So it's really important that you do allow yourself that time uh, to check. Your writing time will finish at 12.15. There will be, um, I believe, a digital clock in the Kevin Wood Centre, so you'll be able to keep an eye on the time. But certainly, I would be going into the exam with a, a really clear idea of how you're going to manage your time. Uh, and certainly in your exam revision, anything that you're doing in terms of practice essays from now on should certainly be done to time. So let's look in a little bit more detail about the three sections and the criteria that you're going to be assessed against. So again, for section A, which is reading and responding, you have two choices. You can write on either All About Eve or Stasiland. The end product is a text response essay and the essay will be marked out of 10. There are three criteria that you're assessed against for your text response essay. The first is a detailed knowledge and understanding of the selected text demonstrated appropriately in response to the topic. And the key word that you need to pick up there is detailed knowledge. It is not sufficient to read a book once or even twice really and attempt to produce a detailed response to that text. So if you're one of those students who has only read Stasiland once or only watched All About Eve once or twice, your first task is really to go back and read those, read Stasiland or watch All About Eve several times. You should know Stasiland so well that you are able to um, have you know a range of details for each of the, the stories that Anna Funder explores in Stasiland. Very clear idea of characters and themes that are related to each character. For All About Eve, you should similarly know the film almost as well as the director knows the film. So um, again, 
I would expect that for a film study, you know, you should be able to mute the volume and watch the film and virtually repeat the dialogue that's taking place in front of you. That's how well you should know it. Not necessarily word perfect, but certainly, you know, the majority of the dialogue, you are able to to uh, offer a commentary on what's happening. Similarly, you should be able to turn the volume up, but turn your back to the screen and be able to explain what's happening in each scene as you're hearing the dialogue. So please don't be under the, the misperception that All About Eve is an easier text. It's not. Uh, and I actually think... Um, you know, in some in some respects, a film text can be harder because you don't actually have, um, you know, written material that you can highlight and annotate. So again, if you um, and and really, ultimately, it's your choice. Uh, certainly, in consultation with your teacher about which text you're writing on. But I do want to dispel the myth that All About Eve is an easier text because I don't believe that's so. The second criteria that you're assessed against is development in the writing of a coherent and effective discussion in response to the task. So again, that coherent discussion, it has to do with the structure, it has to do with your ordering of ideas. There needs to be a natural flow from your introduction through to each body paragraph and the conclusion. And finally, you're assessed on controlled use of expressive and effective language appropriate to the task. And that's certainly something that you should have been developing all through the year in terms of uh, your language and increasing the sophistication of the language that you're using in your essays. So when we look at a nine or 10 scoring text response essay, we are looking for a response that demonstrates a close and perceptive reading of the text exploring complexities of its concepts and construction. The key word there is perceptive. So not only are we wanting a detailed discussion about the text, but we want you to be able to offer an interpretation on the text. How do you see the text? Um, and really here you're looking at things like uh, symbolism, uh, narrative voice, author intent or director intent, all of those things which show that you don't just know the text, but you actually have thought about it and understand what the motivation is behind what we are either seeing on the screen or reading in a text. The second element to a nine or 10 scoring response is that it demonstrates an understanding of the implications of the topic using an appropriate strategy for dealing with it and exploring its complexity from the basis of the text. And again, the key word here is the implications of the topic. And this really comes down to unpacking the keywords of the prompt, making sure you know what each of them means, making sure you have a very clear idea of what the topic is asking you to explore. The final characteristic of a nine or 10 scoring response is that it develops a cogent, controlled and well-substantiated discussion using precise and expressive language. All right, so again, cogent, controlled, well-substantiated is really your textual evidence. Precise and expressive language, that's about word choice. And again, you should be uh, coming up with you know, synonyms. If there's words that you overuse in a text response essay, in your revision, start developing word banks. Look up words in a dictionary to make sure you know the meaning. Look up words in a thesaurus. Make sure you have appropriate synonyms that you could use in their place. Um, for the text response, uh, we are looking for an introduction, three to four body paragraphs, and a conclusion. 
at a minimum, you are looking to write about four to six pages of the script book. So remember, the script book is smaller than A4. Um, and as I said before, you must include textual evidence to support your response. In the case of All About Eve, you need to make sure that you are referring to it as a film and that you are talking about film techniques and director intent. So what was Joseph Mankiewicz trying to achieve with the film All About Eve and, and how does he use film technique? Um, and, you know, it's a black and white film, so light and shadow, all of those things to try and get that message across. For Stasi Land, you need to make sure that you are referring to the text as a work of um, creative journalism, uh, creative non-fiction. Very, very important that you don't refer to it as a novel. And also with Stasi Land, you need to look at Anna Funda's role as both the author of the text, but also a character in the text and um, how we how the the author intrusion of Anna Funda will um, sort of determines the way in which we as readers are, are seeing these narratives and responding to the text. Let's look briefly at section B. So this is creating and presenting or context. Um, again, you have two context texts that we have studied this year, Life of Galileo and The Quiet American. You'll be provided with one prompt on the exam paper for encountering conflict. So there isn't a choice. Everybody writes on the same prompt for encountering conflict. So section B uh, of the exam requires you to complete an extended written response. In your writing, you must draw on ideas suggested by the chosen context. Your writing must draw directly from at least one selected text and you'll be asked to indicate on your exam paper which text you are drawing from and it has to be based on the ideas of the prompt. You have a choice between writing an expository, persuasive or an imaginative piece or indeed a hybrid of those. Uh, this essay, the context essay, like the text response essay will be marked out of 10 and you will be assessed against four criteria. The first is an understanding and effective exploration of the ideas and or arguments relevant to the prompt. So that's really about making sure you understand what the prompt is, you understand the keywords. Uh, even if you know the meaning of the keywords, I would still be looking them up in a dictionary just to, to make sure that you really understand the nuance of the word and in the context that it is being used. The second criteria that you're assessed against is effective use of detail and ideas drawn from the selected text. So this is how you incorporate either Life of Galileo or The Quiet American into your response. Um, you don't need to be quoting from those texts for a context essay. You can. There's nothing that says you can't do that. But it's not compulsory in the way it is for a text response essay. And really this will be about uh, how, how you have been taught to manage your context material and how you are marrying up your references to Life of Galileo or The Quiet American to the supplementary material that you've looked at in class. The third criteria for context is a development in the writing of a coherent and effective structure in response to the task. And really, this is, again, about structure. It's about making sure you have a solid introduction that responds to the prompt, that your body paragraphs logically support the contention that you've established, that there is a link from one to the other, and that you draw all of those into um, some sense of completion in an effective conclusion. The fourth criteria that you're assessed against is controlled use of language, 
again, we're looking for a sophisticated response. So uh, really important that you're working on your vocabulary for your context response. When we look at a context response that scores 9 or 10, what we see is a response that demonstrates an insightful grasp of the implications of the prompt and perceptively explores its conceptual complexity using an appropriate strategy for dealing with it. So again, this is about unpacking the prompt, making sure you understand what it's asking you to look for and making sure you have some um, approach to, to dealing with the prompt, not just in a superficial way, but in a complex way. A 9 or 10 scoring response will also achieve an assured, cohesively structured piece of writing in an appropriate form, successfully integrating in a sophisticated way ideas suggested by the selected text. So again, there are a couple key words here that you need to look at. One is being assured in your writing. So again, you are the experts here and this is an opportunity for you to show off to your assessors. You need to show them what you know and how well you know it. And you need to be confident in doing that and certainly using language that is confident. Again, we want something that's cohesively structured, so there needs to be a sense of a beginning, a middle and an end, and that there is a flow in your piece of writing. It's also asking you here to make sure that the ideas that you draw on from your selected texts are drawn on in a sophisticated way. And probably the best way in achieving this is making sure that you understand conceptually how your chosen text relates to the prompt. So rather than just focusing on plot, that you're actually able to stand back. Uh, in the case of um, The Quiet American, looking at what Graham Greene um, was trying to achieve um, with Life of Galileo, what was Bertolt Brecht trying to achieve? Uh, where do these texts stand in terms of um, society at the time that they were produced? What does it say about society in the time where um, the play or the, the novel is, is set? So all of those things is, is really that sort of sophisticated um, exploration of your context text. So you really need to be stepping away from plot-driven. Plot-driven is what we see in a text response. A context response is asking you to look at a text in a very different way. Again, um, if that's unclear, you should really be um, speaking to your teacher to seek clarification on that. It's very important that you make sure you understand the words that are being used in the prompt. Uh, look up the keywords in a dictionary. As I said, even if you think you know the meaning of the word, um, a dictionary can be a really useful tool because often in explaining the definition of a term, it will also give you phrases or other words that you can use. And it might actually sort of open your, up, open your eyes up to different um, meanings of a particular word. So I certainly would be, you know, make sure you have your dictionary with you and that you look up the words in your text response topic and also in your context prompt. Uh, again, you're looking for about 55 minutes to plan and write your context essay, making sure you have that, uh, that time to check. For context, and again, this, this concept won't be uh, new to you, is this idea of an inverted triangle. And I know you would have looked at this when you were first introduced uh, to context, probably in year 11, but certainly at the start of this year. And that's this inverted triangle where really what you're trying to balance is your response to the prompt, 
a sophisticated piece of writing and drawing on ideas from the text. So if you imagine an inverted triangle with the prompt on one corner, writing on another corner and ideas on the third corner, you are aiming right in the middle of that. So you need to balance all those three elements in your context response. We might, we've sort of hit the half hour mark, so we might draw it to a close there. Again, there will be podcasts that are uploaded over the holidays. Uh, looking forward to having the second part of uh, Ms. Murr's uh, discussion on fantasy and reality in Stasiland. And I know some of the other Year 12 teaching uh, team members are also uh, recording snippets that we'll put up. So again, you should be subscribing to the podcast so you will be notified of... Um, uh, further episodes as they come up. So um, we'll draw this to a close now, but um, as I said, stay tuned over the holidays and certainly into next term for more episodes. Thanks for listening and we'll be back with you next time. Bye for now. <laughs>